This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi guys, welcome to Spice Bags. Um, we are recording an unusual little episode today. Uh, we wanted to tell you some big news from us, from myself, Blanca and May. We're all here. Um, we have decided to wrap things up. We are bowing out of Spice Bags after four seasons and four years and lots of successes and amazing things that we've done with it. We just feel that um, it's time to move on. And we are all doing our own different things as well. So you'll be hearing from us. But we're going to go through now um, a little bit about why Spice Bags started, how it started, um, what we've covered over the years, our favorite episodes, our least favorite episodes, um, and everything in between. We want to share that with you as we sign off for the final time. Gals, Blanca, start off by telling us. Oh, no, wait. Well, actually, maybe we start with how it started and then yeah. go into the episodes. May, you tell us. How I mean, did it start? Blanca and May, it started with yourselves and Julia Bing. Langbang. 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 Sorry, yeah. why do I always say Bing? I just I think Sounds I've been cooler. watching too much Friends. <laughs> sorry, Julia. I know you're listening. I'm really sorry. And Julia, by the way, her book is out in shelves. Oh, right yes. Now. American, American and Mermaid. Mermaid. By Double Day. Um, so, when did it start and how did it start? I actually, because um, I want to say, D, you were sort of part of why it started. Ooh. Because you assigned me a column mm-hmm. um, for Food and Wine yeah. called Dublin Go- Global, Global Beats. Beats. Yeah. And because of that, I think you gave me confidence in Ireland that I hadn't had before. And, um, and then I met Blanca um, separately. And one of, like, I think the first piece um, we would did churros and congee, yeah. sweet Venezuelan yeah. sweet churros, yeah. and and so Blanca and I sort of met at this churros place, and she was talking to me about this like Turkish like market called Ayla, and you know, and while like why I needed to you know mix like grape must with my tahini, and it's like delicious, and I feel like that was the seed of definitely yeah, that was the seed of you know you know, D, you giving me the confidence to be able to do this and then for me to like approach Blanca and Julia and just go, hey, let's have a platform because we feel kind of unheard. D is hearing me, but like, let's just, let's just talk this stuff out. And then luckily for me, Julia left. (laughs) I know, again, sorry, Julia. Um, Julia moved away. She got Um, fired, really. (laughs) She was fired. She divorced us. Um, And moved away. And then I was asked to come on. So the first season is with Julia, May and Blanca. And from season two onwards to now has been with myself. Um, Blanca. Why don't you let us have a an overview of some of the topics or things that so we've covered? People. We have done so much. How many episodes have we done? Do you know? We've done twelve per season. So forty-eight. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one interesting thing is, like, in the last four years that we've been doing this, so many things have changed, and I think a lot of the stuff that we set out to do has yeah. become more mainstream. But we have to remember back then, which is like long, long time ago, um, there was no blaster books. Yeah. Uh, I felt some of the newspapers' coverage of restaurant had was a little bit more like old-fashioned. I feel that we've moved on massively. There was no Irish Food Writing Awards, and I and I really love what Paul and Suzanne have done of having these inclusive awards for all types of categories, inclu- including international cuisines. 
So we I just happened to yeah. have won one also. Yeah, so <laughs> award for best podcast. But I just think the world looked a little bit different before yeah, COVID. Definitely. Um, it felt, you know. Also, it was yeah. pre-COVID. Yeah, like yeah, COVID, yeah. We, we recorded through COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on Zencaster, Zencaster, our friend. friend yeah. yeah, from home and kept the podcast going, which actually when you think about it is a lot because I know people had more time to give to us to be on zooms or whatever recording but it was you know you could just also have parked it for those kind of couple of years so it was nice that we continued but you guys started with the very first episode i think was kwanji wasn't it yes hello kwanji if you're listening Hi, kwanji. You're so like, don't make it weird. it's like no but it's so funny because it, it is kind of one of my favorite episodes because um and i was talking to um the girls about it it's because we did no work on it you know kwanji just showed up was charming, talked about his very unusual background mm-hmm. and his upbringing and, you know, and, you know, Chinese food in Ireland. And we're like, boom, done. And like everyone really liked the episode, apparently. It's one of our most downloaded episodes, definitely. Then it we is, had yeah. JP, a uh, great friend of Spice Bags. Uh, we talked about his Irish uh, cookbook, which is an amazing, beautifully produced and great recipes. We've also had, Dom- in, in the first season, we had Dominique Kemp. We had Manuela. We talked about crisps. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of that was Ridiculous Books for Cooks. We talked about oh, bullshit yeah. books that were just um, useless, but, uh, you know, somehow through through in the pandemic, a lot of these books came out again. Uh, we had we talked about people getting into fights. Uh, you know, Alison Roman, Chrissy Teigen, like uh, Gordon Ramsay, Miss Piggy, all these different people. We talked about appropriation. Uh, we talked about Indian food, which is uh, one but of our top favorites. That was with the sheesh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it was us. It wasn't. It was us actually talking about him, and having. <laughs> yeah, no, because like we interviewed him, and then I got yeah. you. And then uh, we talked about women cheesemakers of Ireland. Yep. We talked to Lily, of course, like the Mexican ambassador of uh, food in Ireland. We talked about American tourists coming to Ireland and how much money they spend. And, and that was really interesting. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. And then in season two, D came along and our first episode was tea. From it seems quite hot Ribena. Hot Ribena. Hot Ribena. This is where D gets her nickname. <laughs> Because her father used to serve her Ribena hot. Always. Yeah. I still can't drink a cold. So I'm telling you guys, you've got to try it. And and we had an episode. Uh, we went to Bantai, uh, Nan uh, Shrakunta. I can't pronounce her name. Sorry, Nan. Sorry, Nan. Sorry, she Nan. prepared um, an eat like a Thai menu. And we had, that was like during COVID. It was really yeah. weird. But that was an amazing. It was episode. such a good dinner it was so fun and to be with the three of you two yeah. women una lancaster and nan was to me just we immediately connected with them and you know nan is in our cookbook so it was it was a lovely episode mm. talking to them then we talked about soup and that's yes. how soup came along yeah because obviously we have the three different flavored kind of episodes uh, which is what the whole idea of spice bags is about we either each of us just have the bands, have the chats about a, t- a different topic. So that's like the tea, the soup. Uh, we just recorded uh, fast food there. And or else we do a deep dive into a country's cuisine and sometimes interview people about that. Um, there are much more like longer, deeper kind of conversations. And then we just interview people as well. So we have three different kind of flavors of episodes, which has been nice to have that for us. And I'm sure for you as a listener to have that mix of variety and things like that. But the soup episode, I think that's when we all just realized how important it was that 
we're such a multicultural team and that we all come from different countries, different backgrounds, different upbringings. And, you know, we have these conversations on a topic like soup and it just brings it all together. And also that everyone has a soup. And that was then when Blaster Books was launched and I was like, guys, we've got to pitch Kristen. we got to pitch Kristen. That soup just came about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That episode is really the reason. So listen to it, guys, book, yeah. if you haven't already. Then we talked about corned beef and the Kennedys. And it was after Joe Biden got elected. We did an episode yeah. about uh, Irish food in America. Then we interviewed Dorina Allen for that Christmas. That was amazing. That was really interesting. About uh, uh, There was a little mistake she made in one of her first uh, Simply Delicious books. And people were calling the her. <laughs> yeah, the only mistake she's ever made in a cookbook. <laughs> then we talked to the lovely Tapas de Lola girls. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. What was the difference between tapas and pinchos? That's um, when I learned how to pronounce pinchos properly. Pincho. I think I was calling it like pinchos or something. I don't know. Pincho. Yeah. yeah, it looks because that's written in Basque. That's not in Spanish, so oh, yeah. it might look confusing to some people. Then we talked to Amadede from um, wh- from Dede, yeah, Dede, from yeah. in restaurant in um, Baltimore, which yep. just has it was so coincidental that we didn't know, but we recorded it with him, and then he literally was got awarded a Michelin star. Yeah, uh, as the podcast was coming <laughs> out, we were like, "Yay, yay!" We're we were his like we're his good luck charm. Yeah, and that episode did so well. I mean, it was going to do well anyway, but it w- did so well because of that. It was really really good. Yeah. Then Lunar New Year, we were May is fascinated with Lunar New Year, obviously, and our first Lunar New Year episode was with Lord Mayor uh, Hazel Chu about yeah. the community of Chinese people in Ireland and that was very very interesting she was a great um, interviewee then we had uh, Bread 41 we talked to um, Owen Klusky uh, your friend Owen Klusky about you know the people that worked in the bakery and what was he doing and bread that was also that's also one of uh, a really popular episodes and then came Venezuela, and this episode oh, became a dissertation. It almost, it almost killed us, but we love it. We just kept on finding more people that were Venezuelan. We were like, we have to interview every Venezuelan person <laughs> in Ireland for but this episode. But we found so many successful people in Ireland were Venezuelan. And it was one yeah. of the things that we realized about Venezuelans in Ireland, anyway, is that they are highly entrepreneurial. And yeah. there are so many running their own businesses, doing highly successful things. And maybe all Venezuelan people are like that at home, Venezuela as well. But definitely in Ireland, it is a common thread um, that we discovered. So we suddenly were had a wealth of choice of interviewees. But it was so and also the community supported that episode so so much. They were so they were so open and friendly. Like I was getting, you know, I would, you know, get um. What's the stuffed Venezuelan bread? Oh. Brazida Hernandez is like Brazida was, you know, giving me all this the stuff Christmas and so bread, yeah. Christmas bread and you know, and just it was just sort of warming yeah. as well because we connected with everyone. And it was just it was it's just a community that's so it's small but it's so active. They were actually dancing at uh, St. Patrick's Festival. Oh Did yeah, you see it? It was incredible. I love so, the way they yeah. do that in the festival now. Yeah. And then the next one was, we talked about tools of the trade. What were our favorite cooking shops? We talked to Trigger I think that was one of my favorites, actually. I I just liked that. It was so nice because I think sometimes um, people don't appreciate how much, how nerdy we get about utensils and appliances when you write or work or even just as a cook. I think like people who are home cooks just really appreciate good utensils yeah and also Ali contributed to that episode about her favorite like because she's also fascinated with weird and and 
like fancy. Ali Dunworth. Uh, yeah, Ali Dunworth. Then we had Malawi, an episode about Ellie growing up in Malawi. Because, you know, a lot of the times you read articles about people or you read about a restaurant, but you want to know who's behind. What, do, how, what did they grow up? And May wants to know in detail. So people have to submit <laughs> like 3,000 word essays. <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, no, we, we just wanted to know what was it like growing up for Ellie in Malawi. Then we had an episode that May really bothered Connor from Headstuff, <laughs> Connor Reed. She's like, I want to be on your podcast. To do this, if we didn't do this episode, and she we wanted just to weren't going to continue. Yeah, how academic and how well-read she was. And Dee and I were like, wow. So Dee talked about horror fiction. Yeah, I talked about uh, food and horror fiction, yeah. which is obviously our horror films, which is one of my favorite topics. Um, and yeah, that was with Connor and it was so good. Actually, it was really it nice. It was so good. And Blanca introduced me to basically Spanish picaresque, picaresque. novels. Yeah, it was fun. And um, that episode, we also, I think it's a total, we're total geeks. And that's maybe yeah. a side of us that people maybe hadn't seen uh, how much we love books. Then we did a live episode, D&I, with some of our guests, Kwanji and Lily. And that was a taste of Dublin. A taste of Dublin. So much money. That was food cravings, wasn't yeah. it? It was kind of like we just asked them, like, what food, your comfort food, what's your go-to? And because we recorded it live, I think it was just the festival was booming in the background. And the guys just, it was some really interesting things that came up and how different they were. I um, love the popcorn recipe from Lily. The I'm going to give you this Popcorn and M&M's. Popcorn. I was like, oh. M&M and tajin, which is like a chili sweet powder. That was like, that's the best recipe I think Lily's ever come up with. Not not, not in her cookbook, but <laughs> it was delicious. Uh, then we moved to Brazil. Brazil. I wonder what our connection to Brazil might be. I don't know. <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> I think I was I was still in the in the flourish of my honeymoon period with my husband. I was like, we have to do an episode on Brazil. <laughs> no, but also the Brazilian population, as we found out, is the largest growing population or the fastest growing population in Ireland. And we had suddenly just connected with loads of Brazilian food people as well. That was a really fascinating one. Again, we were spoiled for choice in terms of interviewees. Um, we almost overdid it. We had so many different ones. And Fabiano from Sugarloaf Bakery came into studio and recorded with us um, for that, which was really, really good. Yeah. And you can't cover Brazilian yeah. food in one episode. So well, it was just. We, it, we should have been three episodes. And Ayozana. Yuzana yeah. from um, TU Dublin. She's She was an MA student. And we talked to. Uh, we went to. Dee and I went on a shopping uh, oh, trip, yeah. a whole day of Brazilian food. We went to Bragadeiros. We went to Brazilian supermarkets. So it was a lot of fun and a lot of work. Um, then we interviewed May. Do you want to talk about James Osland? This is May's old oh, yeah. editor. This, yeah, we um, interviewed uh, my old editor-in-chief, um, who was editor-in-chief of Sever, um, who I think had just published... Was yeah. It was Mexico City, so it was the World Books. It's Mexico yeah. City, and um, and now he has a Paris book out, and um, and he's just going to continue that. Um, but it was really interesting because he's talking from the point of view of a white man, right, an older white man, mm -hmm. who has always been really interested in writing about different cultures. And mm -hmm. so we kind of were talking about, like, you know, how do you navigate this? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you do? And... Um, our former guest Lily Ramirez was saying she loved the Mexico City book, and so, so it's about you know Jim again started out with um, his first book was on Southeast Asia, so it's yeah, you it know was really so it's really good. 
I think so, it was nice as well to talk a little bit about publishing, food publishing. Publishing, and yeah. An editor's perspective, it was really nice. He had um, a good tip. He said, if you go to a city and you don't know where to go, go to a food market and mm-hmm. take it from there. And I love that because so many people, it's like, I went here and I went to this amazing, like, three-star Michelin restaurant. And you're like, well, but did you get anything about the food culture? So he was saying, start with the basics. Yeah. Like, go to a market, talk to the market stall sellers. It was, he's a very, very wise man. Uh, and then we went on to another staple chat. Cooking yeah, cooking schools. And I mean, this was when we were. May didn't have anything to say because she. Because hates I was like, schools. I was mute. <laughs> and I love this one. It was really good fun because um, Blanca had obviously been a, a student in Cordon Bleu and graduate of there. And I've done a lot of cooking classes um, and courses over the years. So we had a lot to say. I think in the same way that May forced the fiction one on us, we forced this one on May, uh, but we enjoyed them all uh, exceptionally well. And that was so much fun. And then we moved on to an episode on exploring Filipino cuisine. And that was with Richie Castillo. That was so definitely a favorite. Love, yeah. Love, yeah. I just love Richie. He's such a nice person. He he's just so talented. He's also. So but he's also he's also so intelligent and eloquent right like that really really helps like you suddenly you know he's he sat down and you know and he's very modest Mm -hmm. but then he'll go oh well actually the history of this you know the history of that you know the calamansi and you know and you're going oh my gosh Richie yeah and that was or beginning of uh, just also learning a lot about who was in the Filipino community and where did they shop and where did they eat so he was our first uh Filipino guest and uh, we met a lot a lot more um, through other episodes I'm going to interrupt our conversation for just a sec and do a little cross promotion of another podcast on the Headstuff Podcast Network Hello it's Stephanie Preisner and I want to tell you about my podcast Basically Basically if you have anything that you don't understand or you want made simple you contact me and I get someone in I get an expert in to explain the situation to you we've had episodes on what is the story with AI what is the story with trying to conceive what is the story with Brexit what is the story with being the Taoiseach we have so many episodes in our back catalogue for you to listen to but also if there's anything that you currently want made simple contact me on Stephanie Preisner on Instagram and I will get an episode straight for you you can find it on the website along with ours and all the other podcasts in the network. Um, there is a membership that you can join. It's five euros a month. And as a Headstuff Podcast Network, you get access to all of the um, episodes from all of the different podcasts, plus any bonus material that we might record um, or any merchandise or anything else like that. There's lots of little extras that you often get. So we just ask for your support. And um, so that's headstuffpodcast.com. So we're going to go back now to our little chat. The next one was Rap Food, the femme fatales of the culinary world. We love this episode. I, love I loved this. it's Tamales, a wrap. Tamales, corn dogs. Corn dogs. That was, that was a lot of fun. Just, that was a staple yeah, chat. Just loved yeah. rap food. Then we went into wine because we met uh, Segvi to sell Kong. How do you pronounce that name? Canile? Uh, can I see it there? Sorry. Conail. It's, it's, she's married to an Irishman, like so yeah. many of us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Segbi's from yeah. Turkey. Kongreal. And we talked to her about Turkish food and a, being a woman in wine. And Kongreal. Segbi has Kongreal. done really well. She was in the Irish Times, I think, this year as one of the tw- top 25 young people to watch. So that was a Yeah, real her story pleasure. was just so interesting. It was really about her and where she trained and the experience she had and then coming here and setting up her own 
business posed as this money. It was just re- she was really really fascinating. Yeah, and then Poland, which is oh. laugh. Uh, like we laughed so hard. Bart we just, and Camilla. Oh my gosh, just two of the most charismatic people ever. But we worked really hard. Yeah, yeah. and I think so Bart is from um, Aran Aran Bakery in Kilkenny, and Camilla is from Momo in restaurant in Waterford. Both award-winning establishments, and both amazing at what they do, and both from very different backgrounds. And I think, um, just hearing both they both shared a lot personally and I think it was just really beautiful to hear background stories Camilla talking about oh my god her family recipes and things I was just so enwrapped in her I mean I I, I, I don't want to sound frivolous but Camilla is also beautiful in this very like 1940s femme fatale way and she's and so I just remember her looking at Bart and she goes Oh, that's right. You're too young to remember the misery. When they were talking about Poland, I was like, oh my gosh, Camilla, I love you so much. She was so funny. And Bart is just hilarious. He also brings so much so energy great. to that episode as well. Just loved it. I love what he does. Brilliant. And then the next episode, we went back to our Filipino friends from Foodstagram, Ira and Jelly. Oh, yeah. Which we were fascinated with their account, remember? And we were like stalking, like, who's behind this account? Who's yeah. behind? Who's behind? And we need to meet them. We need to talk to these girls amazing girls uh now foodstagram is only done by ira yeah but uh back then it was two uh women who were very very interesting we talked to them about kitchens and also nominated um uh, foodstagram is was nominated last year for irish food writing Mm. awards for oh she's incredible her her the the account is amazing she's launched the website i think everyone should check it out it's really really good Uh, just a really nice and different um perspective on the food in ireland and in dublin that you can get i really really like it um and we collaborated with the lunar new year uh festival we also did an episode collaborating with uh guinness uh, and with john bueno another filipino the he was the executive chef at guinness storehouse we didn't notice that we did the three filipino it was like close together really uh but it wasn't it was coincidence like yeah we we went to see foodstagram and oh they're originally from the Philippines. And we were talking to them about kitchens. So yeah. that was, yeah. And then John Bueno, beautiful man, yeah. who also became a contributor of soup. Um, and he was working in Guinness at the time. He's not there any longer. He's at the National Gallery. Yeah. And um, it was just so lovely to go in and record in Guinness Storehouse, I think, and to that be part of the celebrations day. and to work with Dublin Lunar New Year. So... Um, that was a really cool episode. The, yeah, with c- our friends, also Carol Cherico and Yvonne Kennedy, we talked about Taiwanese and Korean Lunar New yeah. Year. It was a little mini one after that. And then we moved on to um, Eat Your Words. So this was another um, bonus kind of episode, wasn't it? No, it wasn't bonus. It was a part. It was a normal episode, but it was about magazines. And oh, because sorry. you and May uh, and me a little bit like especially you guys, we talked about all the magazines that we love, that we'd worked in, that, you know, we were that interested in. And that was a lot of fun. Um, that was, a, that was, a, that was, you know, one of my favorite. I've always been fascinated with magazines, so food magazines. Yeah. Then this is a, an episode uh, about the kitchens of Pedro Almodovar that May and I did. Oh, yeah. This is like no, a totally I geeky, really, like, that was like, like, that was like the, like, hyper nerd 
episode. I love doing it. It was so hyper nerd. It's like I love the detail of all the kitchens in this in this filmmakers movies, and uh, I just know so much about it. I said we need to do an episode, and actually, I want to do a photo shoot. I was talking to a friend and photographer uh, of all those spice bag shots in Charlie's. Um, Mel Mullen and I was saying I want you to shoot me in all these different um That's such a great idea. Yeah. Can I you know can also um when I first met Blanca um the person she reminded me of was Carmen Mora from the Almontov. The one who drinks who puts um, who puts yeah. the Valium in the gazpacho. Yeah, yeah I know never have like, gazpacho oh. in Blanca's house. <laughs> <laughs> Then She's very glamorous, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I love that gazpacho scene. Then we went to Morocco. Um, May was fascinated with um, Herrera, Marrakesh. No, oh. Herrera. You were fascinated. No, Herrera. Bastia. 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 Like it's just for me. It's like the most and you romantic. Did a piece on that for food for and you. Wine. Yeah. Yes, for D. Laugh. With another chef. So with another with another chef, but I did. I remember um, I submitted the piece for Bastia, and Dee called me, and she said, "I really like this, but this is three thousand words." Yeah, I asked long. her for a five hundred word piece, and for then you know, anyone who has ever commissioned May for a piece, anyone will know if you ask her for five hundred, she might get three thousand. And this was do, one of those instances. But also, you Blanca, should, you should do a thesis. You should go to TU Dublin and do a master's because they would love you. Yeah, like you'd be able to write know, so much. They'd be like, you know, when they used to say in the class, you need to write 3,000 words on this and everybody would be like oh no and May would be like yay <laughs> but Blanca went with me to do the Bastia she was um so we went and did Bastia in um this place in Nice yeah oh it was you know and um it's a halal yeah yeah, yeah and um and he was just very handsome very lovely one. The tea he made tea. The tea for. was just like with camphor and mint and gunpowder. So anyway, so this again this connects Morocco connects the three of but us. For yeah. the episode, we um, interviewed Chef Aziz, um, and from he's from Marrakesh yeah. by Mindo on Cable Street. On Cable Street, which <laughs> my connection to is karaoke because they have karaoke booths in the bottom, and my friends and I are obsessed with it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've eaten there with Ernie as well. Um, and yeah, we just, I love it. So that was, he was beautiful man. Beautiful episode. Very cultured. And then after that, sorry, I've, I need to, <laughs> I need to go down a little bit more. I think, I think that we was did a shopping episode, was it? No, we, you guys went, I had COVID. So you guys oh, went yeah. down to Cork and you did two episodes. Oh, oh yes. Well, we did one in the end. Was it two? No, we did, oh, we two, did two, and then we did two, but we actually recorded three, three D laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technology. So we went down to West Cork. We were guests with um, Neil and the guys in the Celtic Ross Hotel down there, which was incredible experience, beautiful hotel. They were celebrating um, an anniversary, which we got to be a part of, which was incredible. And we interviewed two amazing women from... Um, from West Cork. It was all about, I suppose, what we wanted to reflect was that West Cork in itself is a kind of, you know, international. multicultural, international um, place. And still it draws people for that. But all these food producers that are down there. So Sally Barnes, we interviewed just an amazing person um, from Woodcock Smokery and also um, from Durr's Cheese, Jeff Agill, 
um, and we interviewed and Caroline Murphy as well sorry of West Cork Eggs so those three women we interviewed it was just incredible we also interviewed um, <laughs> the wonderful insane. Caitlin Ruth but um, sorry, it Caitlin. didn't get recorded I mean I'm saying sorry but like I did the same thing for all the episodes but that one just didn't record for some reason and we were so happy with that episode too and you know just like oh. one of those things that's what it's like that's what this podcast journey is like and then we took a break and then we came back for uh, our final season. Yeah, which is the first episode was we were like saying we write all these different like shopping guides, sometimes really obscure shops, whatever. Let's do an episode about shopping, which so, was so much uh, fun. Yeah, like we really I really believe strongly in those shopping guides that we did. They're all online on spicebags.ie and, you know, we love shopping for food. So yeah. I think it was just a natural progression and we get asked all the time like where to get ingredients for different things so um this one was just us kind of elaborating on that yeah this one what was and after then that? um sorry Blanca. i keep on losing the, <laughs> the page but i love this the is shopping what it's like. one this was like then this is my a very interesting may you tell us about these people and their community because this was a super community of Right. So um so there was the Cabin Four community. So Angel and Thibault. Thibault. Um Angel and Thibault. So Angel is uh Taiwanese and Thibault is French. Um and they're part of this cabin community which connects all of the sort of international communities um through sort of food and, and food and culture and dance or whatever. And usually though there is a food element. Mm. Um and I just hadn't realized that this was around because I think we'd always been talking about like, wouldn't it be great, you know, f for these sort of multi-community food things to happen. And, um, and so we had them in, they, um, they uh, opened up a restaurant um, Miso. called Miso Sligo. Actually they took Miso over Isakaya, yeah. Miso Isakaya in Sligo. It's actually, they took it over. Um, so they got, I think one, an Irish restaurant award. Um, and um, so Thibaut is like very fussy French and, Angel is, you know, and so it was great, even though Blanc and I were about to kill each other. Yeah, I almost I laughed from the yeah. sidelines. <laughs> I couldn't make it, yeah. but I made it up for the next one because yeah. I brought us all to County Mead uh, in Kells for <laughs> the Samhain Festival. Um, we were delighted to be a part, asked to be a part of that. And we recorded live um, at the festival um, and we spoke. We First of all, we did the most amazing um, tour Kilua. Kilua Castle, um, which is just outside Kells in County Meath. And then we uh, interviewed the owners um, as part of as part of that. It was so good. Yeah. Alan and Corinne, Lorena Kraus, uh, they're Mexican. Lorena. So it was so really interesting. These Mexican people who oh ended up in a castle in so interesting in and i mean cows, they were going to yeah. open up a restaurant i wonder how they opened yeah it up. i think they we haven't opened it but we should definitely go that was a fascinating they have had such an amazing background and experience and their own love story and everything was so lovely and the castle is incredible what they've done with it it's like a museum it's yeah. just he's collects um art and um antiques antiques yeah. and everything it's just really really incredible so um, yeah, that's definitely a good one to listen back to. And then we went back and we did a, um, a cake episode. A cake episode. It was almost like, how have we not done an episode on cake? Yeah. There's yeah. so, I mean, cake is like soup. It's another thing that just joins us all. 
Yeah, we, tr- we asked each other what. what well, you know, what but it's like the co- it's like, it was like it's like the cooking schools episode. I was like, I don't really like cake. You and said I would be like, a red like, velvet cake. I was so <laughs> appalled. I hate red velvet. I was like, I don't want to be a red velvet cake. <laughs> I think I was like a, ch- a bitter chocolate cake. Yes. Yeah, you're bitter. definitely a bitter chocolate yeah. cake. Yeah. With not with not a lot of sugar. Um, then our next one was. Um, after that one was uh, Malaysia. I enjoyed Malaysia, which I missed unfortunately, yeah. but it was with uh, Vic and Sham. Yeah. Yes, that was so much fun. Sham I, I didn't record it, but I edited that episode for us. And when I listened to it, I just laughed so much. It was just such a fun episode to listen yeah. to. Yeah. The guys are incredible. I yeah. mean, they both Vic's a doctor, so it was yeah. like a doctor talking with Sham and but his family. Really own a his dad is a director of a spice company that's it yeah Yeah. and then sham obviously uses those spices but also um knew him through those head chef of the cottage at the mission uh head chef and owner of the cottage and also had just had just launched as well around that time um my kitchen by sham hanifa Mm -hmm. in carrigan shannon as well which is an incredible cafe and grocery store and will soon be a cookery school so definitely check it out but yeah amazing then we invited our little brothers from the network. Oh, yeah. Chris no. and Marcus came in to join us for our Christmas special. That was a lot of fun. Talking about just cooking Christmas dinners, dif- different Christmas traditions, different countries. That was fun. And the two of them were actually cooking for their in-laws, I suppose, yeah. um, coming up. And they, they both uh, were talking about what their menus were going to be. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. They, they bring a lot of energy. They're really good. His description of food and yeah, I was he's yeah, I was amazed. You know, he like, was so eloquent and like all the stuff he was preparing. I need an invite, Marcus. If you're listening, I'm waiting for my invite for Christmas. I I really want to spend Christmas or just with like this. a dinner party because he just did a dinner say party, he was yeah. going to have us over, but we didn't. Yeah. Get it was incredible. Marcus. Yeah. Then we went back to Lunar New Year and we gave it the Korean. We talked about Korean New Year. This was, I think, definitely one of my favorite episodes. Gone Moo Kim. Yes, beautiful um, mom from Jaru, and Suni Delap, the principal of the oh, Korean beautiful school. Beautiful lady, so much fun. So much fun. Suni is so much fun. Oh my god, I Suni's love her. Suni's also a contributor. She contributed Sundubu to her cookbook. Yeah. And Su Gunmu used to work in the Korean school. He was a language teacher. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how they know each other. And this was an episode the uh, the Lunar New Year asked us to do about Korea. And yeah. we love this episode. It was so good. And Gunmu has, was just opening the next day, yeah. Jaru Space on Mead Street, um, which is now open and doing so, so well. Um, so he was already like under a lot of pressure, but he gave us the time. And he was just such a... Um, beautiful man like in terms I mean physically and I was just going to say beautiful beautiful inside, inside and, out. and out yeah he was just such a nice person and so is Suni I mean she was just and Suni's stories I mean she's just such a well-traveled and incredibly intelligent person and married and to an so Irish nice. man so we could and witty yeah we could under like Suni and I both married to Protestant Irish men so we have a lot in common and that <laughs> one was also special because um, May was the ambassador for Lunar New Year this year and so May you were telling us all about your involvement with the Lunar New Year this year which was cool I had to paint eyes on a line <laughs> you're so traumatized when you say that more about that later um so then we oh yeah then of course we launched soup um as in it was published so we interviewed kristen jensen the founder and our publisher of blaster books um kristen is 
a fascinating person. Oh, she's amazing. She's just, she's just incredible. Marvel. And that was actually, and this sounds funny, but more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. Not that I didn't think it was going to be enjoyable, but I found out things about, you know, when you think you know someone is the point. I know Kristen so well. She's a friend. And I thought that, like, I knew everything about and her. And you're also co-doing Scoop with Yeah, we do that together. And so, yeah, I thought I knew everything, but I just found out so much about her. And it was really interesting to hear her perspectives on why she started Blasted Books and went out on her own to start Nine Bean Rose and her successes with that and what was to come as well. So since then, Paradiso has just been announced. Um, Yeah. And she Gathered Table has been published. Table, so, yeah. yeah, she's just having so much success. She definitely one also one of my favorite interviewees was was Kristen. Um. Then Ali Dunworth and I uh, ended up in Asturias. Poor you guys. But we kept on going back to comparing to Ireland. Like, well, this is different here and inheritance laws and how the cider culture and why is it different? So we said, let's do an episode. And that was a lot of fun. That was um, just me I and actually Ali. really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed listening to that. Also, like, but then you would always kind of circle back to like the handsome bearded hipsters that were yeah. serving you cider. Yeah, it was everybody there had a beard and was handsome. And I loved actually, it because Ali said um, so she managed <laughs> to say oh, that she got pissed on or something like that. She was like, it looked like piss or something like that. And I was, she was like, can I say that in this episode? And she's like, well, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. And uh, as I was at an Asturias event yesterday because this is a new route from Dublin to Oviedo. And it's really uh, a destination that a lot of Irish people haven't been to. And there's really good flight deals right now uh, with Ryanair. So anyway, just a little, I would say, listen to the episode and get get the tickets. No, I'm telling you because the like I was trying to go to Malaga and it was cheaper to go to Miami. Wow. So go to the north of Spain, especially uh, Oviedo and Santiago. Then we talked to people that we've known through other. Um, you you had um, Emmy from Mamashi at Taste yeah, of well Dublin. We, we had been dying to do a Nigerian episode for a long time, and May and I are friends with Emmy, and she's a contributor to the um, cookbook from Mamashi. And then I met Victory, who is the founder and editor of Biazine, another magazine that launched around the same time as Scoop last year, um, that that kind of talks about and, and reflects stories on the international community in Ireland. Um, and I mean, Victory and I mean, were just, that was an incredible episode as well. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. They both had such different perspectives um and backgrounds i guess yeah i i think that like because i wasn't in it i love actually listening to episodes where i'm not involved with and this was so much fun to listen to because i learned so much they really really were good like emmy has such an as she said herself she's traveled the length and breadth of nigeria so to hear how it's just so regionally different and then to hear her story about it you know, trying to start Mama She here and the success she's had with it, but then also just Victory's upbringing here. And yeah, I just, they're both beautiful women. I think it was the only episode that we've done that we had people from different, like, so it, the, the first generation and then the second generation. Yeah. And that was so interesting mm. uh, how Emmy was just so, you know, she had this vision of Nigeria and she wanted to bring it, but also she wanted to translate the cuisine for Irish people. I love like talking to both of them and seeing that perspective, but they both had the common thing about shopping about, yeah. Oh, the man who came with the van selling Nigerian ingredients. That was incredible. Yeah. And this is something we found in all the communities that everybody 
gets very excited when they talk about shopping and where can you buy the best, I don't know, banana ketchup or roscon like at at Christmas in Spain mm. or different things. I, I love that that connection that connects all the communities. All the communities are separated, but they're all united by the food shopping and where they eat and what they eat. Yeah. yeah. And when you're listening to this, our last episode was, um, which we've we've just recorded, was all about fast food, which was absolutely that was so fun. much fun. <laughs> we had so much to say about it. It was really, really good. But yeah, so that is it. That's Spice Bags. And uh, we'll still be posting about our contributors because I don't know if you've noticed, we've been posting photos of the people behind the recipes and a little description of who they are just in case you want to see yeah. like, these amazing people from different communities all over um, the country. I think we'll still be, yeah, we'll be putting up uh, content on spicebags.ie so you can keep, and our social account is still there. We'll be putting up things there so you can contact us through there. We're going to be promoting soup so you'll see us around the country um, at different festivals or we might have, as I was saying earlier, an event, a, or yeah. an event or something as well that we'd love you guys to come along to. But um, from here on now, this will be radio silence in terms of episodes. And we just thank you so much to everybody who listened. Um, we've really thoroughly enjoyed it. And I feel like, you know, every episode, just looking, even going back through that there has been amazing to just every episode was so much fun or there was something so unique about it. And I think it was hugely important as well, but also just so enjoyable to be part of. Thank you. Thank you and hope to see everybody at uh, any of the festivals going on this year and hope you get to try our soups. And watch our space. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.